welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. Welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding. I am not Buddy C. I am your host, Craig, for the evening. Buddies came up with some lame excuse about having a power cut. It's the second lamest excuse I've heard today about missing a meeting. The first one I heard today was that somebody's clocks went back and it was an hour late for the meeting, which was me. Yes. Our clocks clocks went back. So, Marla, I'm sorry I missed the meeting today. I uh, do not hold a resentment. That's good. That's good. Excellent. So am I the only person that's came in fancy dress? Yes. Am I the only person that got that text? Right, so today we are discussing Monkey Mountain. Did everybody get that in the messenger? Yeah. Somebody like to read? Marla, do you want to read it? Sure, I'll read it. Monkey Mountain. I, I'll go, I'm going to butcher the names, but don't, don't worry. The Prince of Wu took a boat to Monkey Mountain. As soon as the monkeys saw him, they all fled in panic and hid in the treetops. One monkey, however, remained completely unconcerned, swinging from branch to branch an extraordinary display. The prince shot an arrow at the monkey, but the monkey dexterously caught the arrow in mid-flight. At this, the prince ordered his attendants to make a concerted attack. In an instant, the monkey was shot full of arrows and fell dead. Then the king turned to to his companion, Yen Pai, You see what happened, he said? This animal advertised his cleverness. He trusted in his own skill. He thought no one could touch him. Remember that. Do not rely on distinction and talent when you deal with men. When they returned home, Yen Pai became the disciple of a sage to get rid of everything that made him outstanding. He renounced every pleasure. He learned to hide every distinction. Soon, no one in the kingdom knew what to make of him. Thus, they held him in awe. Excellent. Thank you very much. I forgot to introduce everybody. We've got Marla, Zach, Lou, Amy, and we've got Buddy. He might be jumping in and out. So, Monkey Mountain, what's that all about? It seems like this is asking us to, like, fade and become... Not become like become fade into the woodwork and get rid of all our desires and wants and distinctions and traits and become whatever. It sounds really depressing, to be honest. Kind of sounds kind of sad. I don't want that. This to. I don't want to get rid of all my distinctions. I think it's about pride. I think everything comes down to pride and ego in my world because my ego is so big. I think it's all about pride and ego. I think um, as soon as I try to act the big shot, um, and and as it says, uh, this animal advertised his cleverness. Um, he trusted his own in his own skill. He thought no one could touch him. I thought I was invincible until I met my match which is alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I think if, if I'm so prideful and if I'm so egotistical, interesting that I put on a 
peacock costume just now, which a peacock, right, is a symbol of pride. We're talk I'm talking about pride and I'm dressed as a peacock. Interesting, huh? And I, I think um he learned it says he learned to hide every distinction. That speaks humility to me. Oh okay. Yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad there's a reinterpretation because yeah. I look at it like I, uh, I get, it's like I'm going to be a doormat. No, no, no. It's like what it's happens when humility. we we let go of our will in our 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 lives. What happens? It says you know, or or, or we learn that what is become what is gosh, what is going to become of us? Do we become the hole in the donut? What is going to become of me if I let go of all this exterior bullshit that I let the world see? I surrender. I become humble and then i begin to come get to become my true authentic self which is the way god intended to me me to be or the Tao intended for me to be in the first place that's well, what i got it's kind, of, it's kind of silly but what it reminds me of is a couple of scenes in the indiana jones movie um i think it's the raiders of the lost ark one the first ones where he comes in this um this area in the town center and there's all these um people around and this person um, wearing flowing robes comes out with the sword and he starts flipping it all over the place and doing all kinds of fancy steps and steps towards Harrison Ford's character and he just pulls out a gun and shoots him and he falls down dead so it's kind of the monkey's kind of like that he's, he's uh, doing all this flashy stuff but he gets taken care of just like that and and then as Amy was talking about I was thinking of another scene not even sure it's the same movie, but it's Indiana Jones again, where um, they're looking for um, the chalice of Christ. And there's all these fancy ones, and then there's this wooden one that, uh, you know, it's kind of off to the side, and it's the, the humble wooden one that's the, the true one. So um, I don't know why Indiana Jones flashed in my mind, but that, that those scenes came up. And I think it is both. Uh, whenever I thought I was hot shit, it turns out somebody would remind me that I'm not. <laughs> and uh, whenever I kind of lay low, I people tend to listen to you more. They, it's like the old E.F. Hutton thing. Um, so maybe that ties in somehow. Yeah, thanks. So ju just in case there was anybody else that was screaming the name of the film, the second film was The Last Crusade. I thought you were going to mention the part where, he was, where they were in the tent. And he was he was flipping the, the nuts to the monkey, and the monkey was catching them, and then he ate it. He ate one of them, and it was poisoned. The monkey was just taking it for granted, the fact that it was going to be what it should be. So what I was reading into it was complacency. And I kind of getting complacent in, in my routine and just thinking that everything's going to still be the same as it is maybe this, this time next week. Am I going to be in the same place with my addiction maybe this time next week? Or is it going to be, am I going to need to watch it evolve and just become more aware of what's going on? Yeah. Buddy? I, I like all y'all's comments. Uh, I think it's the monkeys, Lou. You got the monkeys and you start talking about, start. I started thinking about Harrison Ford and those movies as well. Um, it's interesting that... It says that he trusted his own skill. Is that not what we're always taught to do is enhance our skill and trust our skill? If we're not to trust 
our skill. We know the answer is rhetorical, but what are we to trust? You know, if we're not to trust our own skill, it's I think it's what Amy was talking about with surrender. I think this for me, this is this is a um, uh, a real example of surrender in that the monkey didn't surrender. <laughs> the monkey trusted his own skill. He trusted what he could do. And in doing so, it got him killed. And the same, uh, I think that's what he did. Uh, Yun Pai, is that, I, I, that sounds like a good pronunciation, Marley. You did well with that. Um, he became a disciple because he wanted to remove all the things that he trusted his own skill to do was the way I, the way I see it. So in other words, he wanted to surrender his will and his life. He wanted to surrender and get out of the way. So the emptiness of the universe could take care of him, you know? So, and you can't acknowledge that emptiness until you're empty. You know, that it's that mirror. We get back what we're given. Once we're given emptiness, then we can get it. Then we get everything we need. Um, Hide every distinction. There might be better words than that, but I, I think of that as being hiding every way that I'm trying to be independent. You know, every way I'm trying to do my own will. Um, that's just what I see in it. Uh, and you're, and Amy, you're right again about the ego. It, it is really for me. Um, the the monkey was showing off. <laughs> The monkey was says, see what I can do? Yeah, I see. <laughs> That's going to hurt you, fella, because I'll show you what I can do. He got back what he was giving, you know. And uh, that's uh, that's what that's what I see in it. And it's interesting at the end, it says soon no one in the kingdom knew what to make of him. Thus, they held him in awe. Uh Kind of reminds me of the sages. You know, we read a lot of things in the Tao Te Ching about the sages not being flashy, not showing off, not taking credit, all those things that we that I think of as uh, pride and ego related. And this is I think this is all about surrendering the ego. Uh, that that's uh, that was what I got out of it. Thanks. And thanks, Craig, for jumping in. And taking care of things. I don't know how much longer I'll be on. I've got uh, my batteries draining on my phone. So, but I appreciate it, uh, Craig. And I know you'll finish things up for us. So, thank you. That's fine. You're welcome. The um, can we play on one of the words on it? It says um, he became a disciple of a sage to get rid of everything that made him outstanding. Could the word outstanding maybe be up there, standing out? Obvious, his ego putting him up there on on a pedestal, mm-hmm. and it reminds me of the the fifteenth verse, of the Tao, where it says, "Ancient masters were subtle, mysterious, profound, responsive. The depth of the knowledge is unfathomable because it is unfathomable. All we can do is describe their appearance. Watchful like men crossing a winter stream." Alert like men aware of danger, courteous like visiting guests, yielding like ice about to melt, simple like uncarved blocks of wood, hollow like caves, opaque like muddy waters. So that's things that are not kind of putting themselves out there to say, look at me, look at me. 
I think that kind of goes along with what we talked about. I think it was last week or maybe the week before with the um, hiding your weapons or concealing your weapons. Right. Don't show everybody. Don't don't show your cards. Um, That's another way to look at it, I think. Um, But for me, it's it's hard. It's really hard not to. Not to brag on myself, not to say, hey, look at me, look at me, look what I do, look what I've done. Don't I get an atta girl? Who doesn't want an atta girl or an atta boy, you know? But then even what I'm doing, when I'm doing good things, if that's what I'm doing them for, my motives are wrong. They're not pure. So I really do get rid of everything that made him outstanding or Maybe that's just my perception. The things that I perceive that make me outstanding and really they just to other people make me seem arrogant and full of myself and egotistic. You know, everybody else is looking at me like that when I'm just thinking, oh, but I'm just a really good person and I do all these great things. When other people are like, no, 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 you're just full of shit, Amy. You're just full of shit. I've got a... I've got a note on the um, on the Thomas Merton version. I've got the, the digital version, and the note towards this this chapter says that it illustrates Chongzhu's middle way between not having evident qualities and yet not being without qualities. The point is to have them as not having them to excel with an excellence that is not one's own, but that belongs to doubt. Thus, one is not admired or even strictly recognised, and yet one is an obscure force. In society, nonetheless, buddy. Amy, I was thinking about what you said, and it's it's interesting how the things we think are so great, many times others do not think are that great. You know, <laughs> that's good. Um, and I was thinking about, you know, the only way that I learn not to take credit is for things to happen in circumstances that cause me um, to have to choose not to take credit. You know, as long as I have, you know, and good things happen and then I have that challenge. I mean, I've had it happen on the, quite honestly, on the 9 p.m. meeting, I've had that happen when, when people have said, how did this meeting start? I want to say, I started this meeting. It was me. Buddy, see, I did this, you know. And I've I've not done that. And it's worked out good. Now other people are, at first nobody would say anything. They said, should we say Buddy did it or not, you know. And then I jumped in and said, oh, some guys, some folks from Georgia started it or whatever we said, you know. It was an internet meeting. I didn't take credit for it, bottom line. And um, now people just jump in and say that, which is good, because I still want to do it. I still, every time I want to say, no, by God, I did it, you know. And, uh, you know, if I look at all these things, and I do, as a gift, everything I have is a gift that I've been given to give away. And if I just keep that presence of mind and not my ego not jump up and try to cre- take credit for something that my ego cannot do um then then i can maintain 
you know, and, and, and stay at this, this place of peace that this way of life brings. And for me, that is the way a lot of times talking about this guy, uh, how did he say it? Um, that he got rid of everything that made him outstanding. For me, that is getting rid of the things that made, that's me not bringing attention to myself, which, which does that. So this is really a great story. Uh, we got uh, got a message on YouTube, actually. We always go on YouTube as well, all of our podcasts. And we had a um, had a listener. I don't have his name in front of me. Maybe y'all do. If you do, mention it. Um, and he, he wanted to hear the story. So we bumped the story up for us and for him in the uh, in the readings. It would have been way down the line. So but it was a good it was a good suggestion. Look that up for me, Craig, when you have a minute. Devin P. You said it was Devin somebody? Devin P. Yep. Devin P. Ask us. Oh, that's great. Yes. Thank you, Devin. This is a great story. Thank you, sir. That's all I have. Thanks. I think it's interesting, too, that all of the monkeys except one fled in panic. You know, the one that didn't didn't run. With his big ego. Yes. Is the one that got killed. Yes. With his big ego. With his big ego. Yeah. He wanted to look outstanding and be outstanding. So he's punished for it. Lost his life. That made me sad too. (laughs) But he was also, I think it was being a smart ass because he was also swinging from branch to branch. I was like, ha ha, look at me. The prince traveled to Monkey Island. It was it's the monkey's island. They they belong the monkeys belong there. The prince does not. But we really said it was the monkey's own fault. Because I don't think that's that's what the story was. It was was the monkey swinging around dressed as a skeleton with a top hat on, saying, Look at me. Or dressed as a peacock. No, he's dressed as a peacock. Really cocky. Definitely dressed as a peacock. I, I don't know about you guys, but I've got plenty of trouble when my ego is like pushing me out there and saying, look at me, look, look what I can do. Zach? Yeah, <clears throat> I was thinking about, uh, I, I think it is, it does, I mean, it seems, you know, like like pride, humility or some pretty obvious lessons that really stick out uh, for sure. I would just kind of tag on to that though uh when it talks about what the monkey did right the monkey caught the arrow out of the air and to me that's that's not nothing you know what i mean that is a that's a real skill that is a legitimate skill that the monkey has but when we're talking about you're talking about humility. It's 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 really all all about context. You know what I mean? Uh, it and so you know if 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 the monkey has only ever dealt with you know one person shooting one arrow at a time, it's a very valuable skill. Catch the arrow, throw it down, and you're done with it. You know. But uh, in this case, he the monkey he didn't have the whole picture 
he thought if he caught the one arrow, he, he relied on his own skill. He thought if he caught the arrow and dropped it, it would be over with. But that wasn't the case. The catching arrow, uh, he, he couldn't see the, the full picture. And that not being, a, being able to admit that you don't see the full picture, that is, that's humility. That's, that's the thing that he was missing. And um, it's, it's what, I, I mean, at least in the story, I mean, that's what got him killed, you know? Everybody's like, hey, look, a monkey that can catch an arrow, shoot him. And, uh, and it's, it's, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the pride. That's the, the humility is being able to say, Hey, look, I don't, I don't know what all's going on here. I'm going to, you know, lay low or I'm going to, you know, maybe there's a scenario where catching the arrow is the best thing, but he didn't have all, he didn't have all the information and he couldn't admit that he didn't have all the information. And it got him killed. Maybe he hadn't got to the 12 traditions with a sponsor. Maybe he hadn't got to the 12th one. Anonymity is a, the spiritual foundation of our traditions. Yeah. Never mind this to place our principles before personalities. So remind this to hide before we go catching arrows. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Didn't read chap- chapter 13 of the Tao either. It's, uh, winning can be just as bad as losing. Confidence can mess you up just as much as fear. What does winning can be just as bad as losing means? If you're down, you might be able to get up. But if you're up, you can get knocked down real fast. Don't worry about the score. Just do what you have to do. Buddy. Um, How about this? The era he caught was the prince's era. He humiliated the prince. So the prince responded to the monkey humiliating him and had him shot full of errors. So maybe part of this is the prince saw his reaction to humiliation. So not only the distinction in pride, but the distinction in our attack when we're humiliated, maybe that worked on the prince too. Because the prince obviously likes whatever reason. I don't know why they were on Monkey Mountain. Maybe were they going to shoot monkeys or or see the monkeys or I don't know what they were there for. Does it say? He just says he took a boat to Monkey Mountain. So uh, I, I assume it's an island, but it's a boat that he took to the mountain. So uh, so they shot. I guess they were shooting monkeys, but regardless, the monkey humiliated the prince. Is what? What I see too, I hadn't saw that before till Zach started talking about all this, and I said, "Hey, wait a minute! It's the prince's era that he caught. So, don't you know that humiliated the prince? So, there, there's something to do with his reaction to humiliation that drove it, drove no pun intended, drove it a little deeper in him for this whole scenario. I think. What do y'all think? We we have a safari park not far from here, and part of it is called Monkey Island. And you have to go in the boats to actually get there. And the boats are all enclosed. And the reason the boats are enclosed is because as the closer you get to the island, the monkeys start throwing everything that they can find at the boats. So anything that's lying around, they just grab it. Even it doesn't matter. Even if it's feces, they just pick it up and they chuck it in the boat because they don't want you to come there. 
So my natural reaction is not to pick something back up and throw it at the monkeys, but it's usually a case of who you throwing that thing at. And I think I'm kind of losing sympathy with the monkey. Oh, monkeys are mean. Um, I had a friend that had a monkey, and it would it would put his hand back behind it and laugh at you and point at you. What is he doing? He says he's shitting in his hand so he can throw it at you. That's exactly <laughs> what this monkey did. He was mean. He'd sit there and laugh and point his finger at you and just laugh. I said, "What's he doing?" He'd have his hand behind his butt, right? He says, "Oh, he's waiting." He says, <laughs> "They're mean. They're they can be mean." So. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm with Amy. I think it's all humiliation and uh pride, that whole inverse that happens in our reaction to both and and surrendering that. Surrendering it. There's pride coming to the fold. So how about character defects? How do they end up being character defects? They're misguided instincts, right? Or exaggerated survival skills. Well, the monkey <laughs> used his survival skill of catching the arrow and it backfired on him because he got killed. The same thing with us. If we use our survival skills kept us alive for quite some time, right? The grace, uh, grace too. But um, then we get to the point where they, they're not working for us anymore, right? They're actually killing us. At the same time, once we work through some some steps and once we have some experience of recovery, then those liabilities can be turned into assets. So I think Zach made a very good point in, in that it was a very good skill to have. How cool is that, that I'm able to catch an arrow in mid, midair? That's a pretty neat skill. And maybe one day, if the monkey had not been killed, maybe one day he might have needed that particular skill and it would have been an asset, but in this case it was a liability or a character defect. Yeah, all the other monkeys ran away, um, which is probably the natural reaction, right? If you're if you have some natural fear of human beings and when a bunch of them come, um, natural thing is might be to run away. Um, the monkey that didn't run away went against the natural order, perhaps, in some way, and counted on his cleverness or his skills to, to carry the day for him. Um, and there were some natural consequences of that, too. You humiliate the emperor, you're going to get your, your butt shot full of arrows. So is it a case of when we should know when to, when to use our assets? Not always, not always have them on display. That could be a lesson learned in this particular verse. Don't stand out, or you'll get killed. Yeah, it says the disciple. Well, well, hold on a minute now. I thought it was the prince that became a disciple, but it wasn't. It was the guy with the prince. It was his companion. It was his companion. Okay, I misread that. I thought it was the prince that became the disciple, but it was not. Okay. It was the guy observing the whole scenario on both sides. Okay. So was the guy that was, was the, was the companion, was he reacting out of fear? 
Re- what do you mean? You mean reacting by go- by becoming a monk? Yeah, here it could be. And and, and take, taking away all his taking away all his his his, his character traits. Um, what does it say? He got rid of everything that made him outstanding. He renounced every pleasure. He learned to hide every distinction. I kind of get a, I kind of get a, a a sense that he was reacting out of fear. He wasn't wanting to. He was already wise, though. He was a wise man already because he told the prince, first of all, he's with the prince. And secondly, uh, he told he told the prince the lesson. You know, he, he brought to the prince's attention. So he's teaching the prince. So he, he's teaching the king. It says calls him king here and prince on, up above. But uh, he's the companion of the king, so he's already in a level of attainment. Obviously, is a wise man that the that the king confided in, uh, and he used the lesson of the animal, and it was such a lesson. And the lesson was really for him and not for the king. I had not realized that until right now. So that brings a whole nother element of. Isn't it a gift when we can learn from someone else's pride and ego and not have to not it have to be our own? Yes. I think that's another part of this that I I did not see was that he learned from someone else's mistake, not from his own. He didn't have to make the mistake to learn from it. That's a good point. Wow. Wow, I hadn't thought about that. And basically what he was doing was surrendering his pride and ego from what I can see was his, the whole goal when he went to work with the sage after that. So he's already a spiritual guy and he just decided to take it to the next level. Yeah. What got through to him when the King said, uh, um, remember that do not rely on distinction and talent when you deal mm-hmm. with it. how much distinction and talent do you think his he, he seems to have taken that to heart and gone to a sage. Left the, left the king's quarters or whatever and went to a sage to to go from perhaps to go from being the counselor to the king to being a student of the sage let's say that, that might have hurt. that's true humility isn't it Lou that is humility you, there yeah give up a powerful powerful position or and uh, influence in order to to learn mm-hmm that's good. That's good. Well, but the last part, soon no one in the kingdom knew what to make of him. Thus they held him in awe. Do we, do we hold things in awe that we don't understand? He, he renounced everything. Yeah, he renounced everything to the stage where nobody knew who he was, what he stood for. Yeah, once nobody knows how to make of you, once nobody knows what to make of you, that's how you know that you're where you're supposed to be. Yeah, you know, there's this, and I can't remember the quote, but it has to do that we have to make room for, for our, uh, uh, for the acknowledging of our gifts that we, we don't do that acknowledgement ourselves. We make room for someone else to if they choose to. So that's the all I think was that he left room for others to acknowledge his gifts, not for him to do it. Another true humility, which brought about uh, 
true praise, not um, not pride and ego instigated praise. You know, because if they hold holding him in awe is a is would be quite an achievement achievement you could not gain in your own abilities and powers. I think is is the point is that he got true true uh, uh, true praise by getting rid of all the surrendering his life and getting rid of all those uh, skills that he would try to stand out. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So did it kind of backfire on him then? Because you re- paradox, it's the paradox, Craig. It's paradoxical. That's, that's, that's the word I was looking for, paradox, rather than <laughs> did it come yeah, back and yeah. put him in the backside. That's not what I meant. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's it's renowned it's a, for this. Yeah, is he, he renounced all this stuff that was going to make him stand out. And then by doing that, people held him in, in that high esteem. By doing that, he stood out. <laughs> yeah. Do you really want to stand out? Then renounce everything that makes you stand out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's anonymity, yeah. being spiritual. Yeah. And it's all those paradoxes that we learn, Amy. You know, surrendering to live, or what? What? I've, I get them all mixed up. I bet surrender you to win, die to live, give it away to keep, suffer to get well. Yeah, all of that. I'd rather shoot the monkey full of errors. <laughs> <laughs> that seems way more fun. It seems yeah. way more fun some days, especially if he's going to shit and throw it at me. <laughs> yeah, especially he tries to humiliate me or does in front of all of my, you know, if I were the king and in front of all of my subjects, he humiliates me. Yeah, I'm going to react. Yeah. But it's kind of like the Beatitudes too, right? It's but the gospel is like the Beatitudes. The meek shall inherit the earth. Yeah, the weaker I get, the stronger I become, right, Lou? The yeah. Paul Thorne. That's good stuff. I think Bugs Bunny is a, the Taoist, too, as I think about it. Talk about proving the Taoist, but I think Bugs Bunny is a Taoist, too. Nothing ever gets to Bugs. Yeah. As opposed to Wiley Coyote. Yes. <laughs> How about this? Um, do not rely on distinction and talent when you deal with men. So how about if I'm relying on what makes me outstanding, as it also says in there, then I might invoke other people's character defects and other people kind of like the humiliation and wishing to retaliate, right? I step on the toes of my fellows and they retaliate. So when I'm acting all arrogant and egotistical and prideful and I'm saying, look at me, look at me, then a result of that could be other people like the prince shooting me with arrows because it instigates their character defects. Exactly what Buddy was talking about, about the humiliation part. We get back what we give, right? Yeah. It's That's the right. mirror. <clears throat> Everything is the mirror. And poke the bear. The the prince was a the prince was a one upper. The uh 
the uh, the the monkey showed him a skill, and the prince had to one up him. Yeah, that's good. Hmm. I think we chewed that one up and came at it from all. <laughs> Is there anything else we can draw out of that one? We've drawn a lot out of that. That's good. We got some movie references, some cartoon references, some gospel references. We did pretty good. Oh yeah, we we yeah. We did great, didn't we? It was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we really stood out. Yeah, we did. We were outstanding. We? Yes. <laughs> we are so smart. Kevin, <laughs> if you're listening, if we've answered all your questions, or if we've maybe given you more questions than you had to start with, let us know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll hear from him. I'm sure we will. We appreciate anybody else who's got one that they. Uh, want to hear uh let us know and we'll skip ahead to it too um craig you don't have to go the whole hour sir i think we uh i think we covered this one pretty good if uh if everyone's good with that we did come at it at every angle we did you know and it, and it really is i know we're we're kidding about being, being so smart but uh you know, this really is a gift when we can get together and talk about, and all these things come to light that none of us would have figured out on our own. My only note on this was surrender is all I'd wrote down because I really yeah. didn't have the thing figured out. You know, I had some well, ideas. That's your, that's your theme every week. <laughs> it is, Mark, because it's what my life is about. My it life is, is, is surrender. Yeah, because I, I, the weaker I get, uh the better my life is, the the less I try to figure this thing out. And, and I don't think it's ever going to change. I think that, I think that is the theme. I think that is the theme, especially for me, for whatever reason, that's uh, I guess because I worked so hard to do things on my own for so long, you know, and think I have so much, much uh, natural ability that I've got to surrender that ability for, uh, it took six years before I could do that enough, to not drink myself to death. Now it's learning to surrender in all these other areas of life before it's life threatening, you know, so yeah. I can have that same peace and joy. So it's all a gift. And this is a, uh, y'all are a gift. Thank you. Thank you. Even Craig. Craig's <laughs> a gift too. I'm, the, I'm just a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> That's it. I'm like that. I'm like that present that you get at Christmas and you think, Oh man, who gave me him? <laughs> Well, thank you, Craig. I appreciate you filling in today. Yeah, um, thank you, Craig. That was nice. My, my phone is going down, so I'm going to go, guys. Y'all have a great day. Hello, this is Buddy C. I wanted to make you aware of several recovery-related resources that I've posted in the episode description. These resources include a list of recovery podcasts, a free sober meditation app, daily recovery email, shared Google recovery calendars, Hope you put some of these resources to use and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends in recovery. 